0: Welcome back, world, to the Verbal Intercourse Podcast. Got your host, Nick Walker, back in the building today. Shout out to everybody that's been listening, supporting the podcast, subscribing to it on YouTube. Everybody go subscribe to my YouTube page, Nick Walker's Verbal Intercourse. Today, got a very special guest in the building. Shout out to Mr. James Lott, Alderman of Clinton, Good to have you on my podcast today, brother. It's gonna be great to chop it up with you. How you feeling today?
1: Oh man, glad to be here. It's a good hot day in Mississippi.
0: Man, dog. I'm sweating over here right now, man. And and the thing is, it's like it ain't I ain't nervous or nothing. It's just that it's just hot. Man,
1: it's the 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 heat of it, August.
0: Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. And and you know, you as a Politician on the scene right now. You you got to be basically shirt and tie or shirt and jacket some every day. So really, shirt
1: and tie. I cheated today. I I took my tie off. I actually yeah. had a, a tie on earlier, but it was, it was I got tired. I I, I took my, my my dress shoes off. So I, I got my <laughs> sandals on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I feel
0: you chilling. You chilling. You chilling. So yeah, bro. Let's get right on into it, man. Um, got got election day coming up. Um. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. How did you even get to where you are today as Alderman and running for office uh, for uh, District 4? So tell me a little bit how you got there.
1: All right, so and I don't want it to sound cheesy, but my first time I remember voting was for Barack Obama 2008. And that, for me, that was I, – I didn't have an interest then to be in the politics, but I saw a black man articulate – uh, well dressed, he could work a room, uh, got along with everybody, and that just put the image in my head. And then, fast forward 2013, 14, you know, watching the news, you know, see some of the local politicians and uh, Jackson, shout out to Mr. Kenny Stokes. I, you <laughs> know, watching some of his interviews, yeah. he- hearing some of the stuff he said, you know, it just made me think, okay, I could do that. That's, you know, what, what, that's all. That's what they do. They, you know, talk like that. So mm-hmm. I started looking into it more. What are requirements? And it's it's easy. I mean, it's, you just have to be a registered voter and live in the area you want to run for. So I started in the background getting involved with some of the stuff in Clinton, volunteering organizations to learn the political landscape. And mm-hmm. then when it was time, 2019, 2020, I started uh, to tell people I was interested in running. Mm-hmm. So I ran in
0: 2021. Oh, that's, that's dope, man. So- You know, you kind of mentioned a little bit about um, how Barack Obama uh, getting elected into office kind of inspired you. Do you remember where you were that night in 08? Because I vividly remember my experience, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, on Jackson State campus, and I think I've never seen nothing like that. Like, everybody flooded the plaza, everybody flooded outside, people crying, people playing, my president is black, like, by uh, Jeezy. Cars riding through, everybody shouting, uh, hugging. I just had never like it's something that I never forget. So talk to me a little bit about. Do you remember that night when he was elected?
1: For sure, I was at Jackson State too, and I think was that inspiration. Uh,
0: no, nah, that was a uh, that was a uh, recession. Recession, yeah, yep.
1: recession. That was 08, because recession came out. Yeah, that was and all, all it, the way that that Kanye West uh, graduation came out. Yep, yep, yeah. That was a that, oh, was, that was a great year for music. Yeah. yeah, I was at same. I was at Jack State campus. I had I remember I had an Impala with two fifteens in a, a back. <laughs> oh yeah, my, yeah, I, yeah. I was riding down uh, Lynch Street just like everybody else playing my present. I probably did that for like a week straight. Um, <laughs> everybody was. It, it was just like crazy because I I didn't I never thought that it could happen uh-huh. um, and. I still don't understand how it happened. I understand, but mm-hmm. even looking around at the the climate, the climbing climate now, right now you, I still don't understand. How I it think
0: the climate now is just a result of that happening, yeah. which you know, you know, it, it is what it is now. We here now, so yeah. So yeah, man, let's change lanes for a little bit. Uh Running for district four supervisor, talk to me a little bit about um, what areas are district four, and what would. What what are your what are your policies? What do you stand on? What are you trying to do for that district?
1: All right, so District Four includes Clinton, Raymond, Bolton, Byram, and South Jackson. Uh, the parts of South Jackson, more so the Forest Hill area, back toward Byram. For me, I'm running on. Um, there's four ways. Well, number one, Hines County has been losing tremendously. The Rankin County and Madison County, uh-huh. the biggest county in the state as far as population, we have the most. Uh, revenue coming in in the state, but yet we don't we don't have some of the securities and amenities that the rest of the uh, state or other of the flourishing counties have. So, uh-huh. uh, being in government, I learned that in order to have a viable community, you got to provide basic necessities of the government: public safety, a quality infrastructure, a beautification, and economic development. So for me, public safety what that looks like: we got to build a new jail, we got to build a new jail, get it out of Raymond. Uh, find the money to build a new jail in Jackson so we can keep <clears throat> those who are um who've been convicted of, of violent crimes keep them safely away so to keep them safe and keep the citizens safe because everybody been, you, well, you know it i mean people have been escaping from yeah from detention center left and right so yeah. but it's because it's old dilapidated the building is run down um and a, a product of, of the building being run down, staff don't want to work there. So, once you get a new building, you have people feeling more comfortable working there, then you can start paying good people. Uh, we got to clean up Hines County, make it look beautiful. We got to fix the roads and the bridges and come up with plans, an uh, economic development plan to keep people in Hines County and to attract business and more people to Hines County. So, all those together can help fix a, a community because it's, it's, it's not reinventing the wheel you know government has been around since the beginning of time and if you look across the united states you see what municipalities and areas that do well you just see what they do how you know how they how their policies are and the ones who don't do well you know their policies typically the same so we just got to get some good elected people in there <laughs> to to, yeah, to make man. some good decisions that's all it is
0: yeah cuz it's like you know when we think about um, Hines county politicians right now it's been kind of like I don't know who can we take seriously because because it's because it's done, got to the point where I ride around the city I see um I, I just see it being dirty a lot of abandoned buildings a lot of businesses that have closed down boarded up um highways trashy mm-hmm. um it's 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 just it seems like the city done kind of lost its way a little bit on how it looks, as well as um, Jackson. For sure, the crime, the, the areas, and stuff like that. It's just it's just one of them things to where you know when you tell people you from Jackson now, they out first thing they talk about crime, how it look. So um, you know, talk to me a little bit about how how like you affect change, and do you have a team that's gonna kind of help you with that?
1: So I don't necessarily have a team formed. Once I, if I become supervisor, you, you, I get the opportunity to hire three people as special projects officers. Mm-hmm. A supervisor is part-time position, but the special projects officers are full-time. So they are the ones who go out in the county, check out the roads, bridges, uh, constituent services. When people call or have an issue, they go check on it. Uh, but even f- further than that, th- it's more so hopefully we get a good batch of Supervisors in that can work together. That's the really the the team that can affect change, and we got to get we got to get some people with more progressive or 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 some more youth in their their Uh thinking. And and we talked about Martin Luther King being thirty six years old. We need this the age range. I'm thirty three, so this the age range where a lot our generation need to be getting active. Uh, We need to get registered to vote. We need to Look at what's going on, the stuff we complain about. It's easy to fix it if you, all you have to do is run for the office. And once you get in the office, vote whether to allocate money toward fixing the, the street or allocate money toward putting it into a park. So that's, <clears throat> I think, if I would plead for people my age to get more involved. And hopefully, we can see a, a, a wave of people running. 2025 is the next election for the city of Jackson. Hopefully, people tie, fed up of the trash. They fed up of the, the water issues, and you know they put their name in the hat because we got a bunch of, we got some goofy, goofy, people representing us in different parts of the state. So mm-hmm. we got to the easy fix is to get them out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think, a, I think a lot of our age group. I mean, we, we talk about this year in and year out, how important local elections is. We talk about it and, you know, I I feel like the people that talk about it on social media or in the public, of course, they're the ones that's voting and the people that's following them probably voting, too, because they probably run with similar like people. But it's like uh, it's like a bunch of people that are registered to vote and and don't exercise their right. So. As, as a part of, like, your campaign, how how have you been able to kind of, you know, push out there, everybody, get out there and vote, get out there and vote? Because the local elections are the ones that directly affect you, not not just the presidential election, not just, you know, uh, running, uh, not just the senators and all that type of stuff. It's them local districts that really affect you. So talk to me a little bit about that.
1: So, so it's, I'm going to go back to our generation. We at the age where people, people our age are – Selling down, buying houses, starting families, having kids. So a lot of the issues that we didn't pay attention to before are starting to directly affect us because uh, mm-hmm. we're either renting a home or we're buying a home and we paying bills. So uh, when I, I think a lot of the issues that we have also stem from a lot of our elected officials are a little older. So yeah. when, when I've been going out knocking on doors, I'm standing on the corners talking to people. They're excited in my youth. They say, "Man, I'm glad we need some young people." And it's older people saying, "It's people 50 and 60 years old are saying we need some. We need some young people involved. We need some. I'm glad to see you running." And then when I talk to younger people and people my age, they are equally excited. Man, how old are you? You' about my age. You know, uh, you can do that. And, and most of the time they didn't know. So mm-hmm. people of my age don't know that. Um, younger people are trying to get involved. And then when they do see it, they they get excited because they see some – you can see yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me, just being visible, I try to put my face on everything. So to set myself apart from the other candidates because everybody else that I'm running against is – and not even just me and the other races, all the other candidates, roughly. i say the average age might be 50 to 60 years old per candidate.
0: Yeah, so they kind of out of touch with this millennium base, you know. And and, and we done got to that age where – just like you said, we, we buying houses, we having children. Um, we, we want better jobs, uh, better paying wages. Uh, we want clean streets. We want streets that actually don't have the biggest potholes in them. We, you know, so, so we, we definitely at that age. And I think a lot of people need to take it more seriously. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's kind of messed up. Cause you told me, uh, your district has how many registered voters?
1: Thirty thousand.
0: Thirty thousand. How many uh, actually voted in the uh, last election?
1: A little over eight thousand. A little over eight thousand.
0: That's crazy. That's twenty-two thousand people that's just not being heard from, and, and these elections are serious. So so yeah, man. So yeah, I hope I hope more people get out there and vote, especially the millennials, because it's directly affecting us on a on a day to day basis.
1: And uh, again. I think, and this is, the, I'm not a political strategist. I think the way we get them involved, same as the Brock effect. For me, seeing Brock made me, okay, maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. He, at that time, he was still fairly young. young he was school. young, yep. So, I think anytime you bring uh, youthfulness, it brings a, t- a different type of energy, a different type of perspective, and and people can, especially us being in technology, we, we, we see it, and we're visual. Mm-hmm. Um and so we'll respond to to seeing somebody, you know, looking young, or mm-hmm. or just not looking as old.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, because because I mean, for instance, you look at the national government, and you know, with student loans and how how high everything is, inflation in in the U.S. and stuff like that, they are like completely out of touch with they they either I mean they either don't care or they completely out mm-hmm. of touch. And like I said, like you said, man, I think it's amazing to have youth up in there because, you know, even though, you know, we you 33, I'm 34, we, we kind of feel like we're getting up there in age. But in the politics, you know, you a real young man. And uh, so let, let me ask you this. Now that you are in politics and that you're young, do you feel like do you feel like um, some of the older politicians kind of. Shun you a little bit because of your youth, or is it harder to kind of get in that crowd to where, hey, I can talk to this guy, get something done, this, that, and the other?
1: So I've gotten a little bit of both. I've I've had some of them pull me to the side and say, hey, I'm gonna show you how this done, or you know, uh, do this, don't do that, or uh, don't talk to these type of people, or you know, this is how you handle business. And I've had some who just you know, if I make comments, uh, and this is not j- necessarily just in Clint, but across the state because uh-huh. we, we do um, <coughs> elected official conferences but some of them you know blow off some of the recommendations that I may have just because of my youth uh, <coughs> or lack of experience uh-huh. so it, I get a little mixture of both but I feel that and because so my elected position is part-time so I've been working my whole adult life and so it's the, I think it's the same when you go to any other, is, I'm gonna use like Nissan for example. You know, you, if you might start off young, and a lot of old heads in there. Um, you you the youngest one in there, so a lot of times they might not take on to you as, as quickly. You might mm-hmm. have some social challenges. You can't hold a conversation with them because you uh, you know, but well you can. But th- you don't have as much. Yeah, I might common. not connect. Yeah, and so you don't connect, and your jokes don't hit like <laughs> <laughs> like they do with your your friends yeah. outside of work. So there's some barriers there, but for the most part. Um, they are human, so mm-hmm. you got the, your, your your mannequin that you see as an elected official or as a personality, and then you got the part uh, that you don't, that most people don't see. So there's a lot of them who who are genuine, and like mm-hmm. I said, they're human.
0: Yeah. So that's yeah, that, that's definitely understandable. I've uh, I've also I think I read an article a couple of years ago that said Mississippi had like the most corrupt political system basically out of all the states um talk to me a little bit about how important it is to run like a clean campaign how to you know have a great image great background talk to me a little bit about how important it is because you know you're a young candidate and in millennials they love to you know kick up dirt on what we was doing as a teenager um how we hang out in our own personal time, how we distress stuff like that. So, talk to me a little bit about that.
1: So, <clears throat> for me, I, <laughs> I've i been this, in this position for two years, going on my third year. And leading up to it, I knew I wanted to run. So, some of the things that I did, I had to clean up my Facebook, clean up my social media. That <laughs> yeah. was the first thing. Before I even got there, clean up social media, anything that may have been out there. Not necessarily bad, but that people are – voters and people are fickle. So if they see you, you know, out with some jeans with holes in them, people will have some negative say, I don't want to vote for him because he wears holes in his jeans. So yeah, yeah. Certain st- you got to pay attention to stuff like that. I-, I still have to be able to maintain a life. I'd be the first one to go out, go out of town, have a good time, even here locally, uh-huh. um, go to some of the um, lounges. So i do that. But even especially since the campaign, I had to slow down on that because I didn't want, because people take a look. I mean, people you see, see with the you mayor. exactly with the mayor. He in Atlanta at the Jackson State football game, and it's a water crisis. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. And and again, I tell you, I said this before. You know, they're human, so they got elected officials. Got to have personal lives also. But no doubt. you in the up front like that, people watch everything you do. So you just have to be careful about who you are around, who take pictures with you, or you know what you do or if you have vices or some of the stuff you do just do it at your home don't do it out in public
0: yeah yeah no yeah. doubt no doubt man cuz it's it's so petty because everybody human they they you know they unwind in different ways mm-hmm. but you know uh yeah you you put that microscope on you when you when you trying to get into those offices and stuff like that
1: man and even i just took a step in Hines kind of politics i mean even when you are having a, opponents um, and like I told you I'm the youngest one. I've seen these opponents. A lot of them, you know, uncles, aunts, grandparents' age. So, you know, mudslinging, stealing signs, throwing oh, them, you man. Know, cutting them up, cutting <laughs> the face off, uh, saying stuff, making posts on Facebook, uh-huh. you know, talking about people's family. It's, you see all of it. Um, but I try. Well, ain't no try. I do. I stay. I try to stay above that. So I don't respond if someone. Some of the opponents have said something or uh, something negative. I don't respond to it. don't put any light on I think when you keep that professionalism, um, people pay attention to that. They pay attention to the person who did the mudslinging, and, and then they pay attention to how the other person responded. So, And that's the issue that we have with our politics. You watch a Hines County board meeting, man. They fighting, man. You know, yelling, cussing. Embarrassing. Yeah. So when you – we we love to watch it. Yeah, it's like funny for it, yeah, social media. But we don't want it representing us to handle business. So when you got somebody, an elected official who's doing that, um, it makes us look bad to mm-hmm. other places and other areas. So we got to – you have to – your image is everything. So.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. Hey, man, it's it's been great having you on the podcast, man. Um one last question before we get off. Where do you where do you see yourself going in this political uh realm as far as like um, you know, you you we gonna speak into we gonna speak into the a- environment, to the atmosphere that you that you gonna win on Tuesday. You know, I, I expect to see you on WLBT celebrating uh with, with, you know, cameras or whatever. So so yeah, man, congratulations for even getting this far because I think that's very important. Um for our age group especially and for somebody that's 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 um having a positive impact on the community at your age. So yeah, shout out to you, brother. But where you see yourself going.
1: Uh so this position supervisor, I honestly didn't see myself running for this. I, mm-hmm. I had some constituents push me to to do it earlier. I saw myself just gradu gradually growing. Four years of Alderman, maybe. Mm-hmm. Going to supervisor, maybe state representative, but I kind of got pushed into this race. I so it's still fresh, uh-huh. long term. I I would love to be a state senator. Um, That'll be good for, for the state of Mississippi. Yeah, I represent Mississippi in Washington. Uh, we never had a, a, a African American senator Democrat here in this era, so uh-huh. um, I want to be able to to do that. You know, right now we have Benny Thompson, the only uh-huh. minority we have representing us. In Congress, uh, but I want to. I'm, I I would like to be in the U.S. Senate. So okay, that would. I think that's if I had to have a goal, that would be it. Okay,
0: okay, man, that's that's great, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't never even. I work in healthcare. I ain't never even thought about running for nothing. But yeah, bro, man, more power to you, man. It's been great having you on the podcast, man. Shout out to Alderman James Light, man, and
1: uh, we out. Peace. All right.